We are on the very bottom of Ksubis Dalad Omebez 4b as we begin a new discussion. This discussion is based off, how do we get here? It's based off a brysa that we quoted earlier. A brysa are notes from the times of the Mishnah, added notes that complement the Mishnah, and the, and the brysa that we quoted before that, we're, that we are now going to analyze says as follows, Amar Mar, the Brisa says that uh, regardless of the situation, it was discussing various situations where uh, they get married on a different day other than on Wednesday. And they say either way, you can't get married on Friday night and you can't get married on Motzei Shabbos, on Saturday night. Either way, it's not allowed the Brisa does not explain why not. What's the problem exactly? So the Gemara explains as follows: Bishlama be'erev Shabbos mishum chabura. I understand that on Friday night you can't get married, or perhaps you can't have the first act of sexual relations on Friday night because of chabura. Now, why can't you? It's because of a certain prohibition of Shabbos. Shabbos has it's a day of rest. There are 39 melachos, 39 prohibitive activities that are not allowed to be done on Shabbos. And uh, it seems as though there is some sort of violation on Shabbos when uh, a couple, for the first time, they have sexual relations, essentially having to do with the dam besulim, uh, the blood uh, that will come out uh, from her, from uh, from a besula, um, and that will create that will that will create some sort of prohibition on Shabbos. Now, what exactly is the prohibition, and why is it a prohibition? Is it really a prohibition? Uh, that is not a discussion for now. That is will, that will really be discussed in greater detail on five B or on into six A. <coughs> so we have a little bit of time for that. But the Gemara hints to it at least in the beginning right here and says that there's some prohibition on Shabbos to have the first act of sexual relations on Friday night. But asks the Gemara, what's the problem with getting married on Saturday night, on Motzi Shabbos? What exactly, what's the, what's the issue here? Am I low? Why, why can't they get married on Saturday night? So says the Gemara, Am Reb Mishum Cheshbonos. The reason why, says Reb is because of Cheshbonos, that a person is going to start thinking about the meal that's that night. That night is the wedding night meal. You're going to start thinking about the meal, and that is a prohibition, at least at this stage of the Gemara. Because Rashi explains that uh, there's a verse in Yeshaya, in the book of Yeshaya, which is a Davar, uh, and that on Shabbos you're not supposed to talk words of the weekday. You have to speak words that are not about the weekday, not about work. So you're not allowed to speak about words about work, uh, about planning, and about work. Uh, and that's what's going on here. You're going to be planning for the wedding. So Abaye says back a very important line. Siri, is it really true that this is a problem? But a person is allowed to is allowed to think about these things, even if, if it's for the weekday, if it's for the purpose of a mitzvah, if it's for the purpose of a mitzvah, it's allowed. How do we know this? And so the Gemara is going to bring various proofs to this idea. Rav Chista and Rav Amnuna, they both say that to think about issues of mitzvah, you're allowed to think about them and calculate them on Shabbos. 
Varama Rabalazar Poskin Stuckalanian Bishabas. Rabalazar says you're allowed to uh, think about how you plan on distributing um, funds to the poor on Shabbos. That is also allowed to be done on Shabbos. Again, this is about thinking about it and perhaps talking about it, but not uh, actually doing it or writing it down. You're not allowed to write it down either. Uh, but to think about it, they're also allowed to go to the synagogues, to the shuls, and to the base medrash, to the study halls, to discuss not just uh, what you give to the poor, but all aspects of community issues. You're allowed to discuss community issues on Shabbos. Have your board meetings on Shabbos. That's what it seems like. You're also allowed to discuss various issues that have to deal with life-threatening, potentially life-threatening situations and how to handle them. Uh, for example, uh, how to handle and how to deal with uh, different issues. Let's say if it's Hatzalah. Hatzalah is an ambulance service, a uh, voluntary Jewish ambulance service, which exists uh, in various uh, parts of America and in Israel. Uh, and so perhaps you're also allowed to discuss that on Shabbos. You're also allowed to discuss communal issues in the theaters, in the big theaters. That's also allowed. You're allowed to go to uh, the big theaters to discuss it. What else are you allowed to do on Shabbos? You're allowed to think about Shidduchim, about who you should, uh, ideas that you have for for single boys and girls about uh, who they should uh, date and who they should marry. Uh, you're allowed to discuss that on Shabbos itself. You also are allowed to teach uh, children uh, in school and you're allowed to teach them about uh, having a profession because that's also a mitzvah to teach them about having a profession and perhaps you're even allowed to do that on Shabbos. There's a discussion, big discussion. Are you allowed to study for tests on Shabbos? Just without writing anything down, just to read. Are you allowed to study? Because it's a mitzvah. Potentially it's a mitzvah to uh, to succeed in school and then it'll help you with uh, your job in the future. And so are you allowed to study for tests on Shabbos? So that whole discussion stems from this Gemara. And so these are all the different... Uh, ways of showing how you're allowed to think about these issues if it's for the purpose of a mitzvah, you're allowed to do it on Shabbos even if it's for issues that come about after Shabbos. There is an interesting uh, commentator, uh, a comment by one of the commentators who explains that each stage is there to teach you. We had a whole bunch, a whole list of five or six different things that you're allowed to think about for the purpose of a mitzvah on Shabbos. Each one is there to add uh, an idea that you might not have thought about otherwise. And so the first idea is that you're allowed to make certain calculations in your head on Shabbos, figure out ideas of mitzvahs, what you could do for, for different mitzvahs that will occur during the week. Not only is that allowed, but you could also make final decisions with regards to charity, about how much to give, who to give, which families will receive it, how much will they receive. Not only that, not only are you allowed to discuss tzakah, but you could discuss community needs, anything to do with community needs. And not only that, but they could even gather in a one location, in one central location, to discuss these issues. After that, the Gemara says that they could discuss issues of life and death, and difficult, even if it's difficult decisions, and uh, it's uh, it's difficult to discuss because these are very uh, difficult scenarios and situations that they have to discuss. But you're still allowed to discuss it. In fact, I know one uh, one uh, one of the Torah scholars and leaders of our generation who 
many questions are brought to him about life and death situations, and he deals with them according to the Jewish law and halacha, but at the same time, he's pained by it. It's uh, ter- terrible situations, and he cries when he hears these stories, these terrible situations that he has to make life uh, uh, life and death decisions. Uh, it's not easy, but you're allowed to do that also on Shabbos. It's a mitzvah, and you're allowed to do that on Shabbos as well. It is allowed. Um, and then finally, the last point that by Rishmuel Bar Nachmini is that uh, they can even travel uh, to further places, to let's say government buildings on Shabbos, to discuss communal Jewish communal issues. That would also be permissible. So all of that would be allowed on Shabbos, even though it's for planning for after Shabbos, but it's for the purpose of a mitzvah. These are all different mitzvahs, and it's for the purpose of a mitzvah. In fact, this commentator says the same thing would be allowed. All these different levels could have some sort of impact with regards to the wedding meal. The wedding meal, again, going back to what our whole discussion is about, it's about the wedding meal, which will, preparing for the wedding meal, which will take place that night, on Saturday night, right after Shabbos, uh, so then they can discuss food portions for the guests. How many, how many food portions? They can make travel and make certain decisions. They can go to the market to oversee the arrangements, uh, to see the participation. All this is allowed, and it's not a violation of thinking and planning for after Shabbos. This Gemara is also the source for the common practice of selling alios, of auctioning off certain honors in the shul, in the synagogue on Shabbos. How could you do that? Isn't that uh, preparing for after Shabbos? But no, you're you're doing this because this is the optimal time where you will receive the most amount of money that will be donated to the synagogue, to the shul. And so therefore, many say that you would be allowed to do this. It wouldn't be a problem. You'd be allowed to do this because it's for communal matters on Shabbos and it's allowed. It would therefore, therefore, it would be allowed. Um, and it's, for, it's really to help out the shul. And it's for a mitzvah. They're not giving it right then and there. That wouldn't be allowed. Uh, But they're allowed to pledge. They can make their pledge and they can give the money to the shul. In any case, the Gemara essentially is left with a question. In the end of the day, to think about the wedding meal for for that night, it's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah to think uh, about the the wedding meal itself is a mitzvah. It's uh, rejoicing with the bride and the groom, with the chasen and the kala. So in the end of the day, why can't they get married on Motzei Shabbos, on Saturday night? What's the problem with getting married on Saturday night? So the Gemara comes with, with its conclusion. Ella Amr Abzer, it's not about thinking about it, but it's Gzerah Shema Yishchel Ben It's not that we're concerned that you're going to think about uh, how you're going to prepare, but it's that you're going to actually prepare, and in the end, you will end up uh, slaughtering a chicken. You might slaughter a chicken, and that is... Uh, a violation of Shabbos. You're allowed, to, you're allowed to think about it, but you can't actually do it. You can't actually violate Shabbos. To slaughter a chicken on Shabbos, it's one of the 39 prohibitive actions. You're not allowed to do that. You can't slaughter on Shabbos. Why do they pick specifically slaughtering as opposed to, let's say, cooking or something like that? The answer, that that's a question that's uh, raised by the commentators, and they explain because slaughtering was very easy. It could be quick and done very quickly. Cooking takes time, so you might remember, wait a minute, it's Shabbos, we can't do this, but to do an act very quickly... So you're gonna you're gonna forget, and you're you're gonna be so focused on the meal that's coming that night. So we say you can't have a wedding on on Saturday night. So asks the Gemara if we're really concerned about that. says, I don't understand. Asks Abaye, why in our calendar do we have Yom Kippur fall out on Monday? How could it fall out on Monday? We know. That the day before Yom Kippur, there's a mitzvah to eat. There's a very big mitzvah to eat. 
either because it's preparation for the fast so that you're not as hungry or because since you can't have your meal for the holiday of Yom Kippur on Yom Kippur itself because that's the day that you're fasting we are resembling angels by fasting so that's why we do it but at the same time we can't have a meal so we have our Yom Kippur meal the day before so you're supposed to you're supposed to eat so if that's the case if Yom Kippur falls out on Monday you're supposed to eat on Sunday so that shouldn't we be concerned that you're going to actually prepare and violate Shabbos by slaughtering one of the chickens on Shabbos uh, because you're preparing for the next day. So we, why don't we create the calendar in such a way where uh, Yom Kippur doesn't fall out on a Monday. So Gamora says, no, there's a big difference between Yom Kippur falling out on Monday and a wedding, which happens on Saturday night. A few differences. Number one, By Yom Kippur, it's for your own personal benefit. We're not concerned, interestingly enough, we're not concerned for your own personal benefit that you'll violate Shabbos. When it comes to the wedding meal, you're inviting guests. It's about other people. Once it's about other people, then everything has to be done perfectly. And then I will go out of my way. And I have to make sure that everything is ready and everything is set. And then there's a concern that you'll violate Shabbos. Inami, alternatively, The wedding is on Saturday night. The mitzvah to eat, says Rashi, the mitzvah to have the meal at the very least, is... During the day. It's not Saturday night, but it's during the day. So there's less of a concern. We're not worried that you're going to end up slaughtering on Shabbos itself because you have the whole Saturday night, Sunday, till, till the actual meal. So you could slaughter much later. You won't, We're not concerned about slaughtering on Shabbos itself. So for both of these reasons, it's not an issue. It's not an issue to have Yom Kippur on Monday. We're not concerned that you'll end up actively preparing and violating Shabbos on Shabbos itself because the meal is on Sunday and it's for yourself. And so therefore, you're not going to be as worried about it. Explains the Gemara. Now, based on this, Once we say that the whole concern is that you're going to actually violate Shabbos um, when the wedding is on Saturday night. So maybe this is also the reason why if the wedding is on a Friday night, you also can't have a wedding on Friday night. Why? Because maybe you'll violate Shabbos at the wedding itself as you're preparing for the wedding. Maybe you'll, you don't have enough food, so you're going to go ahead and you're going to do something to make sure you have enough food. You're going to violate Shabbos. So therefore, you can't have a wedding on Friday night either. Uh, so that is that is what the Gemara says. And that's the conclusion of this particular topic. Why is it that you can't get married on a Saturday night? Let's just discuss one more topic briefly that the Gemara has here, and then we will conclude. But the Gemara now returns back, sort of uh, going back to our original discussion, that uh, ideally, again, we've been discussing all the exceptions to the rule, but ideally, uh, the couple should get married on Wednesday. Why? So that they could go to court on Thursday. He could go to court on Thursday in case he doesn't. He finds out that she was not a virgin and there's concern that maybe there was adultery committed. Um, so we want to make sure that while, while he's still very upset about it, he's going to court the next day. So the Gemara wants to know. Are we concerned that he's going to cool off? He's going to calm down again. According to Rashi, one of the classic commentators, even if he comes to court, it doesn't mean that uh, she actually committed adultery. There can be many reasons why uh, she's no longer a basula, no longer a virgin. It doesn't have to be because she committed adultery. So because of that, it's not really a concern. It's may, Maybe we'll find evidence otherwise, but it's not, it's not so much of a concern yet. So maybe we are also concerned ourselves that the husband will not come to court because of this, because it's not a real issue. He, or at least he doesn't think it's a real issue. So he's not going to come to court. 
So we want to make sure he, he, they, they have sexual relations. Are we concerned <coughs> Excuse me, that he's not going to come to court? And therefore, we want them to have sexual relations as close as possible to when the court opens, meaning Wednesday night. Or do we let them have sexual relations on Wednesday day? When, let's say they get married on Wednesday day itself. Let them go ahead and have sexual relations on Wednesday day. Does it have to be specifically at night? Or could it be done by day? Now, I saw that it was pointed out that really whether they get married in the winter or the summer, that will have major ramifications of how late uh, in the day are they allowed to have sexual relations. Um, and so it should really depend on whether it's the winter or the summer, but uh, either way, the Gemara differentiates between day and night. So what's the answer to Tashma, the Tani Bar Kapara? Uh, we learned by Bar Kapara, they have, they get married on Wednesday and then they have sexual relations on Thursday. Why? Not because we're concerned that he's going to cool down, that he's going to cool down and not come to court. Rather, for a different reason. Why do they have to have it on Thursday? Because Thursday is the day that God gave a blessing to the fish that they will multiply. And so therefore, we want them to have their first act of sexual relations on the day of Thursday, which was a bracha, which was a blessing to the fish. And even in Amana, in Amana, a widow, where they don't have to get married on Wednesday, Nisis Bechamishi, they get married on Thursday, even in Bashishi, they should have sexual relations on Thursday night, which is Friday. Why? Because Hov and Adam. Because that's the day that on Friday that God blessed men, mankind, that they should have children. And so therefore, they should have a, a, a widow who doesn't have to get married on Wednesday, they could get married on Thursday, but they should have sexual relations Thursday night because that's Friday. Halakhically, the the night is the beginning of the day, uh, the halakhic day, and so therefore it's connected to the day that God blessed uh, mankind with uh, multiplying, with uh, becoming fruitful and multiplying. So the Gemara says, "Oh, what do we see from here?" Time of mishum bracha, mishum The whole reason uh, of this brisa is specifically because of the blessings. That's why they have sexual relations on Wednesday night and Thursday night. But it's not about him cooling down. So we see. That it's not an issue about him cooling down. It's not an issue. We're not we're not concerned that he's going to cool down uh, from that alone. Because of the bracha, they should have sexual relations Wednesday night. But other than that, they can have it Wednesday day. The word says, Yehakam on anami tibal b'chamishi, hovinam bracha ledagim. The Gemara asks, even for the widow, why can't they have sexual relations on Thursday day itself? It, it was still a blessing to the fish on Thursday that they should multiply. So first of all, bracha da'adim adifale. Number one, the blessing of Friday is better because that was given to mankind. That's uh, you know that's us, so it's better for for Friday. So let them have sexual relations Thursday night, which is really Friday. Alternatively, Yinami Mishim Shaktu because of the following reason: the time that no, when it comes to a widow. The truth is, is that they don't have Shevra Brachas. They don't have seven days of celebration. Seven days of celebration is only for if it's uh, a first marriage. But if it's for a second marriage, they only technically have one day of Shevra Brachas. But we want them to be together, not to go to work for three days. So we say, get married on Thursday. Have sexual relations Thursday night. And because of that, therefore, you're not going to work on Friday because you're having sexual relations at night. And it's the first time that you're together between the two of you. So therefore, you'll take off on Friday. And then Shabbos is Shabbos. So you have three days where you have off. If they had sexual relations on Thursday day, then there's concern that maybe he'll go to work on Friday. We don't want him to go to work on Friday. We want him to spend three days with his, his wife before heading out to work. 
Um, and so therefore, that's why we say to, to, that they should have sexual relations on Thursday night. Not necessarily because of the bracha, but because of this other second factor. And so the Gemara says, just a few more lines, Is there any practical difference? Is there any scenario where one applies and the other doesn't apply? Again, we gave two reasons why they, why an almana, why a widow should get married on Thursday, but should have sexual relations Thursday night. One is because of the bracha, the blessing that was given to, to Adam. To uh, Hashem gave it to Adam to, to mankind on Friday of the of the first Friday of creation that they should multiply. The other reason is so that they stay together for three days. They stay together for three days Thursday, then Friday, and then Shabbos, and he doesn't go to work. So there is there any situation where there's a practical difference? The Gemara says yes. Two cases: Adam Inami Shabbos. If it's somebody who's not working, you know, then the the idea of him going to work doesn't apply. But still, because of bracha. Because of the blessing, he should still get have sexual relations Thursday night. Alternatively, if the Chag, if Yom Tov is on Friday, so he's not going to work anyways. He's not going to work anyways. But still, maybe they should still have sexual relations Thursday night because of the blessing that was given to uh, Adam, to, to mankind, and to Adam on the first Friday of the creation of the world. But that would be two practical differences between these two different suggestions as to why, two different reasons as to why sexual relations should occur on Thursday night. Okay, this concludes this part of the Gemara, the whole issue about why they cannot get married on Friday night and why they cannot get married on, on Saturday night and about when they should have, when it's a regular scenario where it's Wednesday, they get married on Wednesday, when should they have sexual relations? Should it be, can it be Wednesday by day or does, do they have to wait until the nighttime? Uh, we will conclude here and in the next recording we will begin uh, really some sort of tangent um, as we will see and as we'll mention in the next recording.